If you are under construction and committed to living life like it matters, you have found a home. Check us out on Facebook where we post new shows every day. Facebook.com slash LIM Radio. For information on my transformational leadership training where I teach you how to live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net. And if you have a spiritual appetite, Check out my daily devotional with some wisdom from above at wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. The time is now to live life like it matters. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Living life like it matters. I am Mr. Black and welcome to my world. In my world, we are under construction. Uh, that is our sign. You know, if someone were to come up and ask you your sign, what would your answer be? Would it be the uh, sign of the horoscope, you know, Aquarius, Libra, Virgo? Uh, would it be uh, maybe a stop, yield, or go? Or would your sign be under construction? Which means being a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. In the corporate world, we call it lean manufacturing. We call it Six Sigma. We call it Lean Sigma. But in the training world, we call it Like It Matters, and specifically Leadership Awakening. But today on Like It Matters Radio, um, we are merging again. Something we did last week, we merged our radio show and our blog. Now, for those that don't know, I do a daily radio show. You could be listening to this on the podcast right now. But I do a daily radio show. It's based out of Minneapolis, St. Paul. Uh, it's uh, every Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Central Standard Time, and it's called Like It Matters Radio, Inspiration, Education, and Application. I pull back the curtain. I add some clarity to this confusing world. I bring some light to this dark world. I bring some hope to a hopeless people in a hopeless and helpless country. And so I do that for an hour a day. We call it the Hour of Power. And if you missed the live radio show, well, then you can go to likeitmattersradio.com. And with an hour of the radio show being done by 1 o'clock, uh, it's posted there. So you can listen at your own leisure, not just to today's radio show, but to yesterday's and last week's and last month's and six months ago. They're all there in podcast form. Now, about two months ago, we started a, a podcast. So wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it's an Apple Tunes or whatever it is, wherever you listen to any podcast, just search Living Life Like It Matters. Living Life Like It Matters. And what I do there is a bi-weekly uh, podcast. Now, what's cool about the bi-weekly podcast is every Monday and every Thursday, I post a new podcast. Now, here's what's cool. They're two totally different things, totally different genres, if you will. See, on Monday... It's about just inspiring you. So it's called Story Time with Mr. Black. When I put on a little bit of mute music, I, I light a nice fireplace, I put on my little smoking jacket, I put my little pipe in my mouth, <laughs> and I share a story with a moral, a la Aesop, right? That's what Mondays is. And then Thursdays is uh, more similar to Like It Matters Radio, where I do a full uh, 48 to 60 minutes of content. Content that's inspirational, educational, applicational content that teaches you how you work. Remember, man is a three-part being. We live on the physical plane like uh, plants do. 
We love on the social mental plane like animals do, but we also have a third higher plane that we live on as well, and that is the spiritual plane. And so I teach you how your body is a machine, how it's, uh, it, it, it has rules, just like any other machine. If you don't change your fluids, if you don't put gas in your car, if you don't change your filters, your oil filter and air filter so often, if you don't rotate your tires and replace your tires, that car stops working. Well, guess what? Your body is your vehicle. The Bible says it's your tabernacle, your tent, your tw- temporary dwelling place. And then your mind, the battles in the mind. The mind runs the body. The mind makes us believe everything's okay or everything's falling apart. Even though nothing's changed, we can feel totally different. Why? Because of our mind. And I teach you the power of the mind, not just the conscious, but the unconscious mind. And then we deal with the one part that most people don't want to deal with, the spiritual aspect. Because as the good book says, it's appointed for man to die one time and then comes the judgment. We are spiritual creatures having a fleshly experience. And so unless we deal with that spirit part, then you're only at the most getting two-thirds of quality training. And so I give you the full enchilada, the full Monty. I deal with all three parts. And so what's different about today, Sean, I did the same thing last week, is today, uh, like It Matters Radio, I'm going to be continuing the series called Understanding. We've been doing a series called Understanding. Uh, We've been talking about if I can understand you a little bit better and you can understand me a little bit better, doesn't it make sense that we're in a position to have a better relationship? And living in the me world, we get so wrapped up in ourselves. It's all about me. It's all about my selfie. It's all about me having physical intercourse with someone else and then filming it and putting it on the internet to become famous so I can get all kinds of social uh, rewards and maybe some monetary rewards and so I can have fame and I can have followers and I can be somebody, right? All that junk. And so we got to get off me. Rule number one about being a leader. See, uh, first and foremost, I'm a leadership trainer. I've been doing it for 30 years. You can go to likeitmatters.net to read about it, likeitmatters.net. And so what I do is my forte is leadership, but I'm also uh, a, a counselor. I'm a master practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming, which is the basically the owner's manual to the human experience. I have disciplines that I teach in of transactional analysis with Dr. Eric Burns' work on the basic structure of communication and uh, a a way to take the complex field of psychology and put it into layman's term. Multiple intelligence is what we'll go into today with Dr. Howard Gardner. Logotherapy, Man's Will to Meaning by Dr. Viktor Frankl. Canine, Dr. W. Edwards Deming's Constant Never-Ending Improvement. Emotional intelligence, the right emotion with the right intensity at the right time for the right reason, directed to the right person with some of Dr. Dan Goldman's work. And then I am first and foremost a spiritual being. I am first and foremost a child of God. And so I, I share the word. I study the Quran. Uh, I have a lot of uh, Muslim friends. Uh, I got a lot of Jewish brothers and sisters. Uh, I eat scripture. I study the Quran. I study the word of God. And so uh, I want to feed that spiritual aspect as well. And by the way, uh, if you want uh, daily food from heaven, uh, what the uh, people in the Old Testament used to call manna, if you want some manna, I got that too. Uh, Every day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, I send out the Word of God. I explain it, I apply it, and I show you what it means and why it has value. It's something called Way of Warrior, 
and I do that every day, and I, thousands of people get it. If you want to get it, go to wayofwarrior.blog, wayofwarrior.blog. Drop down to the bottom right-hand side of that first page, and you'll see a little word that says follow. If you click that little word that says follow, it'll open up a little box for you to type in your email address. And as soon as I post, it goes right to you. And so why is today unique like last week? Well, what we're going to do is we're doing the radio show, and we're going to merge it with the podcast, Live in Life Like It Matters. And so I will cover, you know, the radio show is a fixed. It is one hour. It is from 11 a.m. to 12 noon Central Standard Time. You can listen live stream anywhere in the world by going to freedom1570.com, freedom1570.com. But what I'm doing today is I will do the regular radio show, uh, and then I will continue on with more content explaining it, that bonus content, what I call the, the fifth segment. In order to get that, you better be listening to the podcast because I'll have the full radio show uh, and then the completion of that radio show with that content that will not be on the radio show, which will only be in the podcast of Living Life Like It Matters. So we're going on a deep dive, ladies and gentlemen. I've already wasted enough time. It's time to hit the road and get busy. So today, we're going to continue on with the series called Understanding. We've been covering the psychometrics. Remember, psychometric, if you don't know the Greek words, uh, if you go etymologically on it, right? Psycho means mental, and metric means measurement. It's the way to kind of understand someone a little bit better, uh, to put them in a category where you can uh, connect with them, if you will. And today, we're going to go into the, one of the most unique psychometrics that I've ever seen, and it's called innate intellect. And so today's show is called Understanding Innate Intellect. It's in the fingerprints. And today we're gonna merge, we're gonna merge the study of fingerprints with psychometrics with what Dr. Howard Gardner at Harvard calls multiple intelligences. So we're going on a deep dive, strap in. You wanna be here for every second because today we're gonna inspire we're going to educate. And guess what? We're going to move you to do something about it. So I am Black, and we'll be right back. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the radio show, Like It Matters. Nice job, that's it for today, wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today, likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio, or the podcast, Live in Life Like It Matters. I am Black, and you are back. And today, we're going on a deep dive. You know, this uh, we've been doing a series called Understanding. 
because I believe what's lacking in America today, what's lacking in the world today is understanding. There's a lot of things lacking. Mercy, grace, forgiveness, um, turning the other cheek, all those Christian values, all those biblical values, all those Old Testament values and New Testament values, they're all lacking. That's why we hate each other. We're killing each other. That's why everybody's becoming a racist. That's why there's the bitterness, the resentment, the living in 500 years ago and 400 years ago and 200 years ago and 100 years ago and 58 years ago and 39 years ago. Boy, for those that are spiritually inclined, you got to remember, what is the devil? The devil is the accuser of the brethren. Where is the devil's focus always? in your past. The devil always wants you to remind you of all the bad stuff you've done. He's an accuser of the brethren. Look through all the scripture. He's standing in the throne room of God right now accusing all God's children of how terrible they are. So you got to realize what's going on. Who's playing you, player? You're being played, player. Because whenever you got so much focus on past, on hurts, on transgressions, on record of wrong, on pound of flesh, CRT and BLM are dividing people. They're racists that are creating more racists, and it's just getting uglier and uglier and uglier. And so, you know what the solution is to all this? Well, of course, the solution is Jesus, because no Jesus, no peace. To know Jesus is to know peace. So we hear hear people say, no no justice, no peace, no justice, no peace. Uh, There is no justice on this side uh, of eternity. Uh, But all you clamoring for justice, uh, be careful, uh, because you just might get what you're asking for. And remember, the good book says that you decide how God treats you. God says the same measure, he'll measure back to you. The same way, the same mercy, the same forgiveness, the same understanding that you give to others and not the ones you like, but the ones you don't like. God says that same, you decide how I treat you. The same way you treat other people with the same mercy, the same grace, the same understanding. He says, I'm just going to reflect it back to you. I'm just going to measure it back to you. But he says he'll give you a portion more. So you got to do is figure out what is your more. Are you giving out grace and mercy and understanding? Because God says if you're giving that out, he's going to give you a portion more. But are you giving out retribution, reparation, restitution, pound of flesh, record of wrong, victimhood and bitterness and hatred? and, And is that what you're giving out? Because remember, God makes a simple equation. Whatever you're giving out, I'm going to give back to you, but a portion more. And boy, if you're giving out good stuff, I don't know about you, but a portion more of good stuff is good stuff. But if you're giving out bad stuff, a portion more of bad stuff is bad stuff. And so today we're going deep because today we're going to go into what I believe is the ultimate psychometric. Remember, we talk about psychometrics. Uh, a psychometric, uh, if you break the word down, is a compound word, psycho and metric. In the Greek, it's pretty simple. It's where a lot of our language comes from. That's a forerunner of our language. Uh, you know, when the New Testament was written, the language of the world was Greek. When the Old Testament was written, it was Hebrew, uh, Assyriac, uh, um, you know, um, a few different languages, older languages. But uh, today the language is English. And so psychometric 
means mental measure. Isn't that cool? Psycho means mental, and metric is measurement. Now, I'm going to merge that today with something called dermatoglyphics. Dermatoglyphics is a great word. Most people have never heard about it. Again, let me tell you what it is. It is the study of skin markings or patterns on fingers, hands, and feet, and its application, especially in criminology. So you know, police officers, certain police officers, when they specialize in fingerprints, they're specializing in dermatoglyphics. Dermatoglyphics is the study of epidermal ridge patterns and lines, we call those fingerprints, <laughs> on the skin of the fingers, palms, toes, and soles. Dermatoglyphics is a Greek word, again, compound. Derma, you should know that, means skin. And glyph means carving, skin carving. A dermatoglyph is literally a skin carving or furrow in the skin. And we're going to also bring in Dr. Howard Gardner. Now, Dr. Howard Gardner has absolutely nothing to do with dermatoglyphics. So uh, please don't hear that I'm saying he uh, agrees with this or he sponsors this or he um, approves of this, whatever. I, I'm, what I'm doing is what I've always done. That's why I do my radio show for six years now. That's why I do likeitmatters.net. I take the things of the world, the psychological, the biological, the physiological, uh, the spiritual, which we would call theological, uh, and I put them all together. They're not separate. They're all parts of the unit. And so, Dr. why are we bringing in Dr. Um, uh, Howard uh, Gardner? I forgot who he was. <laughs> because he's a tenured professor at Harvard University for over three decades now. And he came up with something called multiple intelligences. Multiple intelligences refers to a theory describing the different ways students learn and acquire information. These multiple intelligences range from the use of words, numbers, pictures, and music to the importance of social interactions, introspection, physical movement, and being in tune with nature. Accordingly, an understanding of which types of intelligence a student may possess can help teachers adjust learning style, or should say teaching styles, and suggest certain career paths for learners. Over the past few decades, research in the field of learning has led to this discovery, the theory of multiple intelligences. In short, this theory states that each person has different ways of learning and different intelligences they use in their daily lives. While some can learn very well in a linguistically based environment, you know, reading and writing, others are better taught through mathematical, logical-based learning or through visual-based learning. And we'll go through all that. But first, I want to cover a couple things. Uh, first of all, there's going to be two words. Uh, and this is where, again, we are not associated with Dr. Gardner at all. But Dr. Gardner continually talks about intelligences. Uh, and I, um, our profile that we do is called innate intellect. Uh, intellect and intelligence. One's a forerunner of the other. They're similar, but they're not identical. Uh, we believe that intelligence, if you think about your brain as a processor, uh, think about it as a game system, Xbox One, uh, PlayStation, whatever it is. Uh, our experience is the cartridge, the game that we put in to that processor. The process of our brain and what comes out on the other side is called intelligence. But intellect is our ability. Intellect is our capacity. Intelligence is how it plays out, how it processes out. It's the end result of putting information experience through the processor. And what comes out on the other side is 
intelligence. So even though a lot, sometimes I might accidentally transpose those words and use them interchangeably, they are technically somewhat different. Uh, just like calling Christianity a religion, technically that's accurate, but it's really not. It's a relationship. And you have to break down this great debates on all this, that what is religion and how does, how come Christianity wouldn't be called a religion? It's technically is. But when you define it etymologically, you can see how someone can clearly say and be truthful, speaking the truth, that Christianity is not a religion. It's a relationship, even though technically under the definition of, quote, the biblical definition, or I should say the uh, dictionary definition of um, religion. Yeah, it would be. And so t- that, I want to make sure you understand the difference between intellect and intelligence. I also want to make sure that you re- I'm reminding you of something I said as I did this, this series on psychometrics. I said two things. Number one, I said, um, be careful what you attach your identity because a lot of those psychometrics uh, that... Uh, um, you know, basically they're based on your behavior. They're based on you answering a whole bunch of questions and see behavior and identity are, are different. If you study the logical levels, which I cover on a regular basis, I don't have time to go through today, but you have six levels, uh, belief systems of interaction, uh, spirit, identity, belief system of values, capabilities, behavior, and lastly, environment and change takes place from the top down, not the bottom up. Things on the bottom are easier to change. Like it's easier to change where you are, your environment. It's easier to change what you do, your behavior. Then it is easier to change your identity or your connection to the bigger picture, your spiritual connection to this universe. Okay? And so change takes place from the top down, not the bottom up. And so you want to be careful what you attach to your identity. Like if I'm using the disbehavioral profile, the proper uh, way to word it is my basic behavior when I'm not thinking about it, when I'm on autopilot, is D-style behavior. Very dictatorial, very demanding, uh, very driven, very dogmatic, the D personality. But I'm not a D. I'm a child of God. Uh, I'm a Christian, I'm a pastor, I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a counselor, uh, I'm a radio show host. Those are my identities, uh, not uh, some behavior patterns that I put out. Number one. And number two, I said the problem I have with the typical psychometric is that it's based on questions. And depending on the mood that you're in when you're answering those questions will dictate the answers. Why does that matter? Because the answers then are connected to a process that says you are this way, you are that way, you act this way, you act that way, you believe this, you believe that, all based on the answer to the questions. So if you answer those questions differently, then the end result, the product is going to be different. Now here's what's cool about the innate intellect profile. There are no questions asked. What happens is we capture your fingerprints. And then I send them to my scientists in India, and they gave you, give you a 37-page printout of your brain. And so this is how you're wired. This is how God made you. This is what I'm going to share with you. Technically, your capacity, your potential. And then the question we have to ask us, how am I doing? Am I living up to my potential? So I am black, and we'll be right back. Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back. 
because between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio, the podcast, living life like it matters. And today we're going in a deep dive. Today we're continuing our understanding series where I've been going through uh, different tools, if you will, different resources that will help us understand each other. Because if I can understand you a little bit better and you can understand me a little bit better, doesn't it make sense we're in a position of a better relationship? And in this series, I've been covering how to identify the differences in people, right? And I've been using some psychometrics. I've been covering them in details. Uh, 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 this week's show, we covered Strength Finders and Myers-Briggs and the Enneagram and previous shows uh, because my background is in neurolinguistic programming. I'm a master practitioner for 30 years. Uh, and so I also read people. And so all, every human being processes visually, auditorily, and kinesthetically. Undo itself, if you just observe people, pay attention to people, you will see a psychometric right there. Because people that are primary visually respond differently differently than people who are primarily auditory. And people who are primarily auditory respond different than people who are primarily different kinesthetic. And then someone that's pretty level balanced across the three called VAK, VAC, is going to be much different than someone that has a, a primary one, uh, a secondary one that's a little weaker, and then a third uh, quality, which is tertiary, which is much, much weaker. So I covered that. And then one of my favorite ones, which is the disc, the oldest, the most widely used is the ability to separate uh, based on Hippocrates uh, four bodily fluids. You know, Hippocrates is a father of medicine. It's the Hippocratic oath uh, that uh, people take when they become a doctor. Uh, and way back hundreds of years ago, he identified uh, different behavioral patterns and he compared them to certain body types, phlegm and, and blood. And then there's blue bile and I think green bile. Uh, and each one is one could be melancholy. One could be, uh, um, uh, you know, sanguine. I forgot what all the different terms are. But from all that came Dr. William Marston's work, which basically identified personalities in four ways, and we brand them as D-I-S-C, DISC. And I covered that in great detail. Matter of fact, that was last week's Thursday podcast. Highly recommend listening to it. It's a great, great show with extra content on it that was not on the radio show. Because remember, we do a daily radio show, uh, and then we do a bi-weekly podcast, and they're not the same thing. Different content. Uh, and a lot of times what I'll do is I'll take a good radio show that got huge feedback that only a few thousand people listen to and then put it on my podcast, which tens of thousands of people listen to, and add extra content, which makes it a brand new show. And that's what we're doing with this show as well. So today we're covering uh, understanding innate intellect. And I, the subtitle is It's In the fingerprints. And what I'm doing is I'm showing you with this innate intellect profile, which is a unique profile I have uh, that before the pandemic uh, that we were, uh, my scientists in India, I can capture your fingerprints and from that give you a 37 page printout of your brain. And it's based on three different things that are we've merged together. First of all, dermatoglyphics, right? Dermatoglyphics, if you study the Greek, it's a compound word. Derma means skin. 
and glyph means carving. So dermatoglyph is literally skin carving. Furrow in the skin, we call those fingerprints. And then you have a psychometric, remember? A psycho is mental, metric is measurement. Those are devices that allow us to, to measure people's um, mental state, how they show up in this certain situation. What are their wants? What are their needs? And the reason we do that is not to pigeonhole people, not to put them in a box so that we can understand them, so that we can meet them in their map of reality. Because that's what's lacking days, understanding. And if I truly want to understand another person, I must step out of my map of reality and step into their map of reality. I don't need to agree with it. I don't need to like it. All I need to do is understand it. And even Covey had one of his seven habits of highly effective people. Remember, it was seek first to understand and then be understood. It's kind of like the old saying, people don't uh, care how much you know until they know how much you care. And so we're going to merge psychometrics and dermatoglyphics with multiple intelligence, which is Dr. Howard Gardner's work. In, and so I need to go into this. We're running out of time. So let me go into this in great detail. First of all, a fair question, because I, I question things. Uh, why would my fingerprints have anything to do with my brain? Right? It's a fair question. Right? And let me tell you biologically why. When you're in utero, when you're in the womb, uh, during the 13th to 21st weeks, your fingerprints come in. Now, you don't really have fingers. They're little nubs. Uh, but those indentations on your fingers, those patterns, come in in the 13th to 21st weeks. You know what else comes in at that same exact time? The lobes of your brain. The lobes of your brain. And so we believe uh, that one is a photocopy of the other. That that unique set of skin carvings, fingerprints, that nobody else in the universe has. You know, if you ever commit a crime, your fingerprints will give you away. It's in the fingerprints, right? I watch enough CSI, I watch enough Dateline, I watch enough 48 Hours, I watch enough all those. I, I mean, it's amazing how, what people do to each other, right? And so, boy, not just a fingerprint, but a footprint. And let me tell you why. See, when your fingerprints come in, they never, ever change. Never, ever change. Matter of fact, if you got a finger cut off, and if it could technically grow back, the exact same fingerprint, I believe, would grow back. See, your fingerprints never change throughout your life. But let's catch this. Every other line on your hands and your feet changes over your life based on experience. They don't just change. They're based on experience. So let's say you live your life, you're 80 years old, and I say, hey, I'm going to send you back. I'm going to send you back to the beginning of your life. You're out of the womb. Let's take you back to year two. So you're out of your diaper, so you don't have to go through the diaper thing again. And you're two years old now, and you could live your life all over again. And this time you can make different choices. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. Your fingerprints would be the exact same. I took you back because your fingerprints never change no matter what happens. If you live to be a thousand years old, I mean the oldest man in the Bible, uh, uh, right? Methuselah, 969 years. Day one when he was born, his fingerprints were one way. And 969 years later, the year of the flood, the year that Melchizedek died, I mean Methuselah, sorry, I get the two mixed up. Methuselah died. 
was the same year that the God closed the door of the ark uh, and wiped off the planet Sands 8, right? And so his fingerprints over 969 years never changed. But here's the interesting thing going back. If I took you back to two years old and now you lived your life all over again and this time you make totally different choices, even though your fingerprints would be exactly the same, every other line in your hands and feet would be different. See, your lines on your hands and your feet change based on experience and choices. Yep. See, the, the two E's, when you're dealing with innate intellect, because remember, your fingerprints, when we take your fingerprints, I, I show you your capacity. I show you your processor. I show you whether God gave you an Xbox One, an Xbox 360. He gave you a PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5. He gave you a Switch or a Super Nintendo. It's a processor. But just like with those game systems, the processor is one thing. But you can put stuff into that processor that changes the output of that processor. So stuff you put in are called experience and exposure. And so they could be different based on your experience and exposure. You might have gifts and talents that you've never identified, that you've never developed because you've never been experienced, had a good experience, and you've never had a good exposure. And so why this works is because your fingerprints and your brain lobes come in at the same time. You got five fingers and you have five lobes of the brain. Your left side of your brain has one function. Your right side of your brain has a different fr function. And so each one of these are, are stations. If you looked at it, if you look at the brain, just make it a, a rectangle, if you will. Then you'd have five lobes on the left side and five on the right side. So you basically have 10 stations there, right? And so your right thumb, I should say your thumb, represents your prefrontal lobe. Your index finger represents your frontal lobe. Your middle finger is your parietal lobe. Your ring finger is your temporal lobe. And your little finger is your occipital lobe. Isn't that incredible? And the right side versus the left side has different functions and different things. Now, that's the basics uh, of just why we believe this works. And so the same exact pattern on that fingerprint is the same neural pattern, neural pathways in that lobe of the brain. And then you have to take a look at multiple intelligences, right? The theory of multiple intelligence was, pro was proposed by Howard Gardner in 1983 as a model of intelligence that differentiates intelligence into very specific, primarily sensory modalities rather than seeing it as, a domin as dominated by a single general ability. See, Gardner argued that there's a wide range of cognitive abilities and that there are only very weak correlations between these. For example, the theory predicts that a child who learns to multiply easily is not necessarily generally more intelligent than a child who has more difficulty on this task. The child who takes more time to master simple multiplication may best learn to multiply through a different approach. Maybe they excel in a field outside of mathematics, or maybe they even might be looking at or understanding the multiplication process at a fundamentally dip different level. And what Dr. Garfield, I'm sorry, Dr. Garfield, Dr. Gardner did is identified. He identified eight different intelligences. 
And what I can do is through capturing your fingerprints, we could identify what is your strength in that intellect and what is the speed in that intellect, what is your processor. And that's all based on how you were made. It's never changed. Now your experience and exposure has, but you have not. And so I am black. Today we're talking about understanding innate intellect and we'll be right back. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to leadership awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career, I spent time in supervision and management. So I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio Podcast, Living Life Like It Matters. And today we're going to deep dive, and today I'm just going to be able to give you a little basics, and I'm covering innate intellect, about understanding, because if I can understand you a little bit better, and you can understand me a little bit better, it doesn't make sense we're in a position to have a better relationship. We're all different, and there's something called the golden rule, or treat others as you would have them treat you, and that's good. That's a good start. But can I tell you, uh, Alessandro, I can't think of his name now, uh, he came up with something called the platinum rule, the platinum rule. And that's a better rule. Why? Because it says to treat people the way they want to be treated. See, the problem with the golden rule is you are not me and I am not you. And so we have different drives, different motives, different fears, different doubts, different wants, different desires. And so what motivates you might not motivate you, might not motivate me. You might process visually and I process kinesthetically. So what you need and what I need can be totally different. You might have a trauma-free life, fairly free, have a good family life, and I have a trauma-full life uh, with terrible family of origin issues. So you could say family and get a warm, fuzzy feeling, and I say family, and I get butterflies and, and got to go to the bathroom. So that's why uh, the platinum rule is much better because you treat people the way they want to be treated. And if you, in order to do that, there must be understanding. You must understand that that person's not you. Get off yourself, leader. Rule number one about being a leader, it's not about you. Get off yourself. Get out of the me world and start focusing on other people. We're here to serve. I get my kids as soon as possible. I have four of them. As quick as possible, hopefully by the time they're three, four, five years old, that they realize the world's not about them. The world's not there to serve them. They're here to serve the world. They're here to sacrifice. They're here to be servant leaders. They're here to be conduits. Nothing more than a vessel that God can bless them so that they can be a blessing to other people. I'm just sharing with you my beliefs. And so... Multiple intelligence, Dr. Howard Gardner's work at Harvard University for 30 years. 
The theory of multiple intelligences is Howard Gardner's theory that proposes that people are not born with all the intelligence they will ever have. It says that intelligence can be learned throughout life. It also claims that everyone is intelligent in at least eight different ways and can develop each aspect of intelligence to an average level of competency. And you got to know, I wrote a book, How Many Ways Smart Am I? And I go through great detail in this book about all this stuff. So you should order the book, How Many Ways Smart Am I? But let me tell you the difference between Dr. Gardner's MIQ paradigm, multiple intelligence, and the typical IQ paradigm that has been in place. The IQ paradigm says intelligence is fixed and static at birth. But the MIQ paradigm says intelligence grows, changes, and expands throughout the entire life. IQ says intelligence can be measured on paper and pencil test. MIQ says intelligence can only be measured accurately by its performance in life. IQ says intelligence is genetically determined. MIQ says intelligence is nurtured and shaped by a wide range of experience. Intelligence, the IQ paradigm says intelligence is ability in language, math, and some spatial task. The MIQ paradigm is intelligence is the range of our innate capacities. Remember, we talked about innate intellect, our innate capacities for learning, acquiring information, and using knowledge. Your IQ score under the IQ paradigm defines your intellectual capabilities in life, supposedly. However, the MIQ paradigm says that we are a blend of eight intelligences, with some more developed than others, and they can all grow. The IQ says intelligence is primarily a mental function. The MIQ says intelligence occurs throughout our brain, mind, body, and beyond to our social environment. IQ says cultural differences and environments have little effect on one's intelligence. However, MIQ says different cultures emphasize the importance of certain intelligences over others. In the IQ paradigm, you're stuck with the intelligence given to you by nature. In the MIQ paradigm, intelligence capacities are developmental and move from level of novice to mastery. In the IQ paradigm, the key is to find out how smart people are. In the MIQ paradigm, the key is to find out how people are smart. And so you got to realize than what we're dealing with there. And Dr. Gardner is a tenured tenured professor at Harvard University. Now, Real quick, on the uh, fingerprints, really, really important. Uh, Sir Francis Galton, uh, who happened to be the first cousin of Charles Darwin, said uh, he wrote a a work on family trees and interbreeding. He also uh, evinced a keen interest in fingerprints. His initial interest was in the use uh, for the purpose of infallible identification. But his curiosity was furthered when he came across Jay Perkinjay's work. You know, we got a lot, the Czech biologist Jay Perkinjay was the first to formally classify fingerprint patterns, and he created a nine-pattern system. Perkinjay was the man who developed the world's first department of physiology and the first ever physiology lab at the University of Breslau in the late 1830s. He's the one that came up with plasma and protoplasm. He discovered sweat glands in 1833. Uh, Perkinjay has a crater named after him on the moon, right? And so inspired by Perkinjay, but in line with his own interests, there's a gentleman by the name of Sir Galton. 
Sir Galton examined hereditary aspect of fingerprints and compared hands of twins and studied related and unrelated individuals. The subject of fingerprints had been referred to Sir Galton by none other than Charles Darwin, to whom an expert, Dr. H. Falls, had written to share his fingerprint classification system. So, J.W. Herschel published a paper in the late 19th century in the, Nature, in the journal Nature reporting the use of fingerprints for identifying people and upon the experience of doing so in Bengal. It was in India that the popular Henry system, named after Sir Edward R. Henry, a police officer, stationed in India. Right In Henry's classification, there are three basic fingerprint patterns, the loop, the whirl, and the arc. Respectively, the loop, most people are loops. They have loops, 60 to 65%. 30 to 35% have the whirl, which is mine. Eight out of 10 of my fingerprints are whirls. And then 5% of all fingerprints have arcs, which is unlimited potentiality. So um, we'll, we'll go through a lot of that in the extra materials. But dermatoglyphs is a word suggested by Professor, Professor H. Cummings about 80 years ago, and he presented it as an annual conference of the American Associate, Association of Anatomists. It describes the scientific fields of study of the palmer and planter ridges of the hands and feet. And then Professor Cummins wrote his seminal book, a book in 1943 titled Fingerprints, Palms, and Souls, which turned out, as I said, to be a seminal landmark in the field of dermatoglyphics. Just very, very powerful. And by the way, in China, uh, they didn't just use this in India, all over the world. Uh, it's the Wu Sing method from China, which was quite a sophisticated system. The Wu Sing method combines a number of parameters. The significance for each finger, the type of print, its direction, and the epicenter. And this yields a rich depiction of an individual's propensities, uh, propensities and tendencies. And each human individual is truly unique. Phenomenal. So it goes into a lot of stuff. But let me tell you why this matters. Because we have identified... Uh, eight different intellects and your fingerprints tell you how good you are there's intrapersonal which is the way you lead it's leadership uh, it's the way you lead yourself there's interpersonal the your abilities to connect with another human being there is a visual spatial this intellect has to do with vision and spatial judgment uh, the ability to catch a ball in the outfield uh, the ability uh, to see uh, how things fit together being able to calculate how hard to hit a ball or what type of spin to put on it, right? Then you have logical, mathematical. You have body and kinesthetic. People like LeBron James and Michael Jordan, gifted. They are uh, kinesthetically smart. They can do things with their body that the rest of us can only dream about. You have musical and rhythmic smart. You have verbal and linguistic smart. And then you have what's called naturalist smart. Now, all eight of these can be identified through your fingerprints. All eight of these, we can show you in each lobe of the brain. Remember, you got the five lobes in the right, left side, so there's 10 stations of the brain, if you think about it that way. Each one of those stations has a processor. Each one of those stations have a speed. And each one of those statement, uh, those positions have a potentiality. And that's what's so cool about it. See, God made you for a purpose. God made you unique. You are smart enough. 
I don't care what your past is. I don't care what your upbringing is. I don't care what your socioeconomic background is. I could care less what your skin color is. It's just a DNA marker. 99.9% of our DNA is exactly the same. And God had made you smart enough for the environment that he has placed you in. So I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I'm helping you become more hopeful about your future. And I want to constantly remind you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Welcome back to the podcast of Living Life Like It Matters. Today, we've been talking about understanding innate intellect. In other words, it's in the fingerprints. We've been talking about the psychometric, and on this last segment, which is bonus content, uh, I want to just expand on a couple things and wrap this up. And again, I've written a book on this subject called How Many Ways Smart Am I? Uh, and I go through all this detail. And this is what I love about this psychometric because it's the only psychometric I've ever had where they don't know anything about you. See, our scientists, when we send in your 10 captured fingerprints, they don't know if you're male or female, and they don't know if you're two years old or 20 years old or 200 years old. All they got is 10 fingerprints. And based on that, they give you a 37-page printout of your brain, of who you are of your potentiality. Now, they don't know what you've been exposed to. They don't know what your experience has been. They don't know if you're addicted to pornography. They don't know if you were abused as a child. They don't know if you grew up in a musically inclined environment. They don't know if you grew, grew up in a place with money or without money. See, all those things are called experience and exposure. All those things are programs that are put through the processor. And you've heard me say this over and over and over. It really doesn't matter what happens to us in life. It matters what happens in us as in life. And that's what I'm talking about. What we put into the processor. We process it and it comes out the other side as intelligence. And that dictates a lot because that does pigeonhole us. That does get us stuck. And by the way, from this innate intellect profile, uh, and they cost $500. You get a 37-page printout. Uh, I explain, you're going to find out how you were made, the way you were made. You know, in the good book, there's uh, the book of uh, Isaiah, the sixth chapter. Uh, Isaiah talks about he's in the throne room of God. He has this vision. Uh, and he says that there are, are uh, he can see the throne room of God. He can see the throne there. And he says there are angels around it. And he said that they have six wings. 
And that's weird. You think of an angel, you think of him have two wings. And then uh, Isaiah goes on to explain why the six wings. You know, we the study of logotherapy, which is one of my things I share on my radio show and on my podcast, logotherapy is Dr. Viktor Frankl's work. Uh, and it's about man's will to meaning. And so we always want to know why. We always want to know why. And the cool thing uh, about this uh, innate intellect profile is it shows us a lot of the whys, why we do what we do. And I'm going to go into why we can say from your fingerprints that we can claim the data that we claim. And by the way, from your fingerprints, from this innate intellect profile, let me tell you what it gives you. Just not a single question asked. So it doesn't matter if you're having a good day or a bad day, So because you're not being asked questions. We're taking your fingerprints. And whether you have a good day or bad day, your fingerprints are the same. Whether you're married or divorced, your fingerprints are the same. Whether you were abused as a child or weren't abused as a child, your fingerprints are the same. See, you're not going to give me different answers based on different traumas, different daily activities, different feelings, because we're not asking questions. We're biologically capturing the way you're made, your fingerprints. And from that, no questions asked, we can give you a basic personality style. We talked about the DISC. Well, and this one's a little bit different, but you'll have a, four different groups of personality styles, and it'll tell you exactly which personality style you are. Remember, we all process information visually, auditorily, kinesthetically. And this thing, based on your fingerprints, will tell you to 100th percentile how much you process visually, how much you process auditorily, and how much you process kinesthetically. Like I'm looking at my report right now. My personality style is idealist. My uh, acquiring style, uh, a primary is auditory, uh, 38.79%. Secondary uh, is a visual, 36.21. Now this is acquiring style. This is my learning style. So secondary, is a visual 36.21 and then tertiary uh, is kinesthetic and that is 25%. Now it also gives you uh, quotients, four quotients, an intellectual quotient, uh, adversity quotient, which we call AQ, uh, CQ, which is creative quotient, and then EQ, which is emotional quotient. It tells you to 100 percentile what, how much of you are right-brained and left-brained. I'm almost even. I'm 49.41% left brain, and I'm 50.59% right brain. Pretty balanced. And then it shows you uh, on your intellects. What are your eight intellects, and which ones are the strongest? So on my strongest is my emotional or musical intellect. Second strongest is my naturalist. My third strongest is my visual Fourth strongest is linguistic. Fifth strongest is kinesthetic. Sixth strongest is logical. And then I have uh, interpersonal. And I actually have two that are third strongest. My intrapersonal, which is my default, my self-driven, and my visual, which are both three. So I have those tied there. All that comes from your fingerprints. Fascinating. Fascinating. 
Biology of the Fingerprints. I got this. I want to share it with you. For centuries, people have been aware of the uniqueness of one's fingerprints and have been searching for meaning in identification of the patterns. Law enforcement has been using the fingerprints for identification. And Paul Tesla, you probably know that name, different Tesla. Paul Tesla is considered a guru in the ability to identify traits in people from analyzing hands and fingerprints. In his breakthrough work, The Complete Science of Hand Reading, the back of his book, it describes his work in this way. Quote, an exciting foray into ancient psychology and its incredible predictive system, nearly 30 years in preparation. He calls it an encyclopedia of interpretive and predictive data, listen to this, on personality, aptitudes, career, finance, marriage, relationship, healthy, and longevity. Now there's a psychometric. And it goes on to say, Dr. Harold Cummings in a seminal work, Fingerprints, Palms, and Souls, an introduction to dermatoglyphics, lays out the history for his transformational work. He states that fingerprints have a primitive knowledge and describes the fundamentals of patterns and classifications and what they all mean. He goes into a history of fingerprints and the research with Dr. Perkin J., Galton, Herschel, and others that I talked about in the last segment. And again, as I said, during the 13th to 21st weeks of gestation, the fingerprints develop. We don't really have fingers or hands, but we have this map formed across the landscape of what will be your fingers. And by the way, with the exception of the fingerprints, every line on your hands and feet changes during your lifetime based on experience. See, your fingerprints are one of five things that are unique to you. Now, when I wrote this, that was five things. We now have like 35, 40 things that are unique to us. Nobody has fingerprints like us and they never change. The day we are born, our fingerprints are the same as they will be if we live to be 120 years on this planet. Like your DNA and the, 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 the back of your uh, retina, cornea, right? Your fingerprints are unique and never change. At the same time, while the fingerprints form, the lobes of your brain also develop. And so we have five fingers and five lobes of the brain. The, lives of the, the lobes of the brain include prefrontal, frontal, parietal, temporal, occipital. Each finger has a print showing the topographic map of the corresponding brain lobe. See, God is a God of order and patterns, and the fingerprints are a ditto, a carbon copy of the map of each lobe of the brain. And so in Isaiah 6, 2, he tells us that these angels have six wings, and then he explains why they have six wings. They have six wings because two are to cover their eyes because of the presence of God. And the Shekinah glory is too bright, even for an angel. So two of the wings cover their eyes. And then two wings cover their feet because they're in the presence of God. Holy, holy, holy. And a holy God could have nothing unholy. And so our feet represent our creaturehood. We are created. We have feet. God doesn't have feet. So you got to get that. Anthropomorphism, where we put things, humanly features on God. And so they had two to cover their feet because they're unclean. They connect them to the earth. And then two to fly. Now, what that told me is what should tell you. That God creates his creatures to be the effective in the environment they're going to place in. Remember, God's omniscient. He has perfect knowledge. God cannot learn anything. If God ever learned anything, he'd cease to be God. So God sits above time. He's not controlled by his dimension of time that he created. And so God knows all. God knows everything we've ever going to done. Before we were born, he knew our first day and our last day. He knew the trauma. He knew our choices. God gives us freedom of will, freedom of choice. 
but he also gives us freedom of the consequence. He does not remove the consequence from us. The consequence comes from the choice, but he walks through us, or I should say with us, through the consequences. See, God was going to put fish in the water, and he knew that already. And so when he created it, guess what he had to do? He had to give them light skeletal system. I should say, uh, he had to give them gills, right? He had to give them fins. Uh, He had to give them things that would allow them to work in the water. And, you know, some of that's cartilage instead of a bone structure system. Think about the birds, right? Birds were going to be put in the environment of the air, right? So they would need also light skeletal systems. They would need wings, and wings that protect them, and feathers that did this, and feathers that did that. Don't you get it? He created his creatures to be effective in the environment that he was going to put them in. Since God knows all, God sees all, God is all, he knew all your family of origin choices. He knew what would happen to you based on those choices. He knew those paths, and what God does, he comes in and out of the now moment, in and out of time, and he manipulates. He maneuvers. He takes your choices and he uses them for his glory and your good, even if he would have rather you make different choices. This is why it's so powerful when you study the innate intellect. Because God knew the choices you were going to make. God knew the choices your family was going to make. God knew the things that those choices would bring about. And God still walks with us. God still protects us. He never forsakes us. He never leaves us. But I want you to know, whatever's going on in your life right now, you're equipped. God knew what your environment would be right now. Coronavirus, not coronavirus, mask or no mask. God's not surprised by where you're at. There's never been an emergency meeting of the Trinity. And I want you to know you have been equipped. But until you know, then you'll act as if you're not. The old saying, you don't know what you don't know until you know that you don't know. And so we have a lot of potential that's untapped. And unless you know, then you'll never know. That's the power of any psychometric. But what's more important is when you're dealing with the innate intellect, it's even more powerful because it's your wiring. It's who you are. And so if you're interested in the innate intellect profile, reach out to me. You can email me at Black at likeitmattersradio.com, Black at likeitmattersradio.com, or you can email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net, M-R period B-L-A-C-K at likeitmatters.net. I'm here to teach you to live your life like it matters because living life like it matters is not only the name of this podcast, but it's the way to live your life so that you never have to look back with regret. I am Black. Until we talk again next week, make it a great week. You have been listening to Mr. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, 
counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters. 